This is Raising a Sane and Successful Teen, An Innovative Guide to Becoming an Awesome Parent by Marianne Majori. We are on Section 3, Beyond Nuts and Bolts, and this is Chapter 12, Redefining Success. Success begins with a path, a vision that points in a new direction. The path is not easily found. It takes a willingness to find it, and then it takes another kind of willingness to devote oneself to it. I was watching a television talk show several years ago that revolved around four young men, each of whom had become a millionaire before he was 30. Now, this is a kind of success anyone can admire, but of course, not many can do such a thing. I listened to the show with only one ear as I was washing dishes, and I shook out the tablecloth preparing to set the table for dinner. I expected each one to worship materialism and talk about numbers, and three out of the four did just that. Each of the first three young men said something that described little of his journey. Either they were shy, they didn't want to share the secrets of their success, or they were just boring. I could not tell. Finally, we came to the fourth young man. He was dressed like the others, good suit, gleaming white shirt, decent tie. But he didn't look like the others. His energy was wonderfully intense. He fairly jumped out of the television screen. And yet, he was also thoughtful. Clearly, he had deliberated upon this question more than once before, and so he was ready. The first thing you must do is form a vision of what success would be to you, he said distinctly. Then he paused to give emphasis to his next sentence. Then you must surround yourself only with people who want to see you make it, he paused, and get rid of everyone else in your life who says you can't. The audience sat stunned, and then, as the host announced a commercial break, they suddenly broke into applause. The young man's statement was so vivid, so honest, so thrilling, so true, we none of us needed to be hounded by the naysayers in life. They are there naturally and always will be, but we don't need negativity fed to us as a daily diet. It will only lead us to self-doubt and changeability and sadness. To have a plan is a fine thing. To alter that plan from time in order to hone it, it is also fine too. But to do anything in this world, we need support, and no one needs support to go forth and conquer more than teenagers. They need financial support and emotional support and sometimes physical support. How we give all these support elements and the right amounts is one of the toughest roads to being a parent. We want them to leave us, but we also want to be there for them. We want them attached to our lives as part of a continuing family, but we also want to be sure that the string is long enough for them to get away. We also want them to be able to come back with freedom without tripping over our lives, without strangling in our methods and our paths. Success can come to a person quickly or it can take many years to achieve, and then it might take a different direction. Success is not a static thing. To be a human is to experience and generate change. The nature of human life is that it is varied. Triumphs and easy wins, satisfaction, rest, peace, comfort, connectedness, connectedness, extravagance, love, laughter, joy, all come in different amounts at different times. The nature of human life is also loss, failure, disappointment, anger, frustration, poverty, loneliness, pain. At any time, we can feel successful just by understanding and accepting this. One school of modern psychology claims that we should try to steer clear of surging highs and crashing lows and seek an even space in all of our lives' activities. 
Others propose a life of adventure and constant seeking. We cannot say what success will look like to all people or even to one other person like our child. If success is happiness, we don't, do not ever know how long it should last. We can say that it is both a creation and an attitude. I have often worked with young people from poor neighborhoods who must work three jobs to support their families and who also go to school. Yet with all the demands upon them, they have a feeling of living rich lives, of creating strong supportive family and friendship bonds, and they say they are happy in their lives. I know many children from rich families who have few responsibilities who cannot say as much. You can help your child achieve success by helping them envision what they are trying to accomplish and how they would like to get there. Twice a year, I review my life. I take a piece of eight and a half by 11 inch paper and fold it in half and then fold it in six columns. I label the columns financial, physical relationship, spiritual, emotional, rest, relaxation. Then I fill out the top part of the chart detailing how well I have done in the last year, all my accomplishments in each area. Then I do the bottom part of the chart detailing what I want to accomplish in the year ahead. I show it to my children. Often I tack it to the fridge so everyone can look at it whenever they like. I encourage my children to do the same, and I help them make a plan from the chart that will enable them to reach their goals. Toward the end of the year, we look again at our charts and see how close we have come to creating the kind of success that matters to each of us. There is no judgment, just positive energy. I do not try to sway my children from their goals, although I sometimes help them organize them so they are easy to do steps. Again, it bears repeating. Remember that life, especially young life, is changeable. It is important to let young people, aware that the country may be in crisis or contributing to crises elsewhere, explore, critique, challenge, and imagine alternative paths and how they might contribute to improving the world. Teenagers are natural dissidents. You once were one too, and perhaps you are still. So you know that dissent is a device for edging away from home, for establishing independence, for making one's own world, and entering into it with a sense of promise and of freedom. Confess it. This is what you want for your child. Prizes and awards and degrees are nice, but the essence of life here is both bigger and smaller than that. On a more practical level as well, it is best not to become too agitated about plans your young person is making. My son wanted to buy a motorcycle. It filled me with private worry. But he was 18, and he has a right to live his own life at some point. I did not tell him much about my worries, but did look into insurance for him, and from time to time I would mention a bike I had seen for sale. Eventually he decided he did not want a motorcycle. He wanted to save money and travel a variety of different ways on his year between high school and college. I could have started an anxious tirade when he first mentioned the motorcycle idea, or I could have waited and watched and helped him research what he needed and see what became of his decision. His change in plans is not so much a failure as a reassessment. I am sure any trips he takes in his life will be meaningful and full of adventures, but both benign and sometimes even hair-raising. But each trip will be his trip because it will be his creation marked by his own assessments and learning. It will have both meaning and value for him. It will make him happy, and that is what I call success. Thank you for listening. If you have a struggling millennial, feel free to reach out. You can reach us at launch.5for5.org or call me, Mary Ann Majori, at 
415-577-6627. That's 415-577-6627. We would love to hear from you. Take care until then.